Hey, this is C.J. Graham, Jason Voorhees, Friday the 13th, Part 6. Hi, this is Ken Kurzinger, a.k.a. Jason from Freddy vs. Jason. Hi, this is Kane Hodder, better known as Jason from Friday the 13th. You are listening to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Review Podcast. You're listening to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. And you're listening to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Um, I'd like you to listen to it. And uh, also, if you uh, happen to review me poorly or any of my films, well, I, I will kill you. In a world where zombies, ghosts, Serial killers and vampires all exist. It's Nico, Brian, Mike, and Dustin. And they are all that stand between you and the films that could end the world. Welcome to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Happy Friday the 13th, everybody. We really appreciate all the support. Uh, like you come to know, since we've started the show, we like to do little bonuses for the big holidays. Uh... Something that we've been talking about doing for a long time now is ranking the actual Jason actors uh, from each film. And this is going to be a quick little fun episode. And I think we all have a different little criteria. So uh, y'all want to go around the horn and just kind of talk about that? Mike, you want to kick us off? Uh, yeah, sure. So I feel like I'm going to go first on this episode because I'm the least familiar with the franchise as far as how long that we've been watching it or how much that we've seen the movies. but. So I wanted to let you guys kind of duke it out at the bottom there. As far as my criteria, I thought did the did the actor kind of get the essence of what I think the character is correct? Um, obviously, Jason Voorhees doesn't speak, so can, it's kind of hard to give that like you know Oscar winning performance. But there are different ways to do this character, as you'll see. That's why there's a lot of different people playing him, except for one that played him. You know. Uh, more than the rest, but I think that there's enough difference here. And we're, we're, we're look, we're not the first person to ever rank the Jasons, okay? So this isn't an original idea, but we feel like it's a really fun idea, especially since you'll be hearing this on Friday the 13th. We thought it'd be kind of cool. So my uh, my criteria is the look, the the way the character moves and portrays Jason Voorhees. Does he capture that essence of that violent uh, killer character? So that's kind of where my head went with it. Yeah, I uh, I actually I kind of went along the same lines. I really tried to leave the movies out of it completely. Um, I mean, I really tried as much as I could. I mean, they might they may sneak up a little bit, but I really you know, you can call me out if I do say anything about the movies, because I really did try to just focus on how the character was was, you know, played, how how brutal or not his aggression, um, you know, just stuff like that and 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 not even so much the kills because I tried like I said to leave what was in the script out of it as much as possible you know obviously you have to to a certain extent because you know somebody being a pussy and getting hit and knocked down is obviously part of the script but that's just how I was looking at it not so much as like oh he he's in my favorite movie so he's my favorite you know that sort of thing oh yeah I agree with that Brian uh cuz in my rankings, honestly, a couple of my favorite movie 
in the in the franchise, the actual actor is down a little bit lower than some of the other guys. But I'm with you two. Um, I kind of factored out the movies as much as I can. But I'm I'm just like what Mike said. The look, uh, the way he moves, uh, the the version honestly played the biggest. The zombie versus the human Jason was the biggest yeah, factor to me, me honestly. Me yeah, uh, just because. Yeah, same. Yep. I'm a spoiler alert. I love zombie Jason way better. So if that tells same. you anything. Uh, so yeah, that's basically my criteria. Look, the move and the version. Dustin, you got any quick criteria? Yeah. So, so I have a different, different outlook than the rest of you guys on this. And this is probably going to maybe destroy some of my, uh, credibility, but that's okay. I've never been much, uh, much in favor of public opinion anyway. But uh, the, the thing is, I have a hard time separating the actor, the Jason from the movie. And the reason I say that is because, um, you know, who's to say that the reason this Jason wasn't as favorable, uh, to the audience or to our, to our criteria, who's to say that wasn't the director's, uh, you know, the, the cause of the director. Who's to say that that's the reason we don't like that movie is because the director had his hand in everything and wouldn't let, that Jason be as good as he could be. So for me, I have a hard time. Uh, I have a hard time separating the two and a hard time ranking an actor who doesn't have a single line of dialogue in 12 movies. Um, I get it. That might not be a popular opinion. And I completely agree with you guys. Like the, their, their movement, their gesture, their demeanor, their, you know, the, the total package, the look, all that goes into it, but at the end of the day, that that's on the production crew, the director, that's on the people that oversaw that whole film. So it's it's kind of tough for me to rate C.J. Graham as Jason because it was the director and it was the the studios, uh, you know, had a lot to do with how he portrayed Jason in Part Six. But, you know, that, that's just kind of my criteria. I, I did the best I could. Uh, I'll kind of explain why I, why I arrived at these conclusions as we get there. But I just, yeah, spoiler alert, this was tough for me. I don't have a whole lot to say, but I'll do my best. No, I'm glad because, I mean, that, that gives everybody a little bit of a different outlook on it. And I think if we were all the same with the same criteria, it wouldn't be, uh, it wouldn't be as fun to do this and talk about it. So I think that's it's true. a good thing. That's true. Um, I did want to say I did want to say one thing for everybody, and sorry if I'm stealing what Mike or Nico was going to say, but I just wanted to to let everybody know that we did not rank or include Ari Lehman from Friday Thirteenth Part One in this criteria or in this rankings because I mean, come on, he's he was Jason Kid Jason for like literally three seconds of a movie. I mean, he had a big, obviously a big part of it, but. I, I that I wouldn't we're leaving him out and we're leaving Dick Neon out from part five just because technically he's not Jason. So that's uh, that's that was our uh, reasoning for only having seven here. Right. And just like we also didn't include a flashback mirage, not really there, Jason from part eight. So. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I just right. wanted to yeah. before you go, my I just want to say Dustin, I mean, you're you're not wrong with what you said, honestly. I mean, I could totally understand your uh, right. where you're coming from, and I'm sure a lot of people feel the same way as you do. So, like like Dust or Brian said, we've got a, four different perspectives. So this will be fun. 
Uh, Mike, you ready to kick us off? Uh, yeah, sure. By the way, if you came here to, to hear Kid Jason ranked here, I'll help you out. Number eight, Kid Jason. All right, so. <laughs> put, okay. put some respect on Tim Mirkovich. I hope I said his name right. That's part eight, sure, Kid Jason. Sure he's a great, I'm sure he's a great gentleman, but uh, he was on screen for about 10 seconds. So, And, and we also didn't pick any of like, the fan films either. Just just uh, the main Friday the 13th. Right. Um, all right, so this is funny as hell because I'm about to get shit on by my by my fellow co-hosts here, and that's okay. Um, I'm going to come out the gate shitting on something that I actually love a lot. He's going to do it. Uh, I love to see it. I love Sackhead Jason. I think Sackhead Jason. Sackhead Jason from 09, if it was its own thing I could rank, would be higher. But uh, I'll get to that later, because technically it is. And, uh, yeah, I got to go Warrington Gillette here from Friday the 13th Part 2. Um, not a big fan of Hillbilly Jason. I love this movie. Mm. I really do. Now, hold on. I love the movie. I like the look. I'm not against the look of Sackhead Jason. I'm I'm I've said that on record. I still feel that way and I really love Friday the 13th Part 2 as a movie because the final girl, I, I think the acting, the gore is upped some from the first one. I just I I like it a lot. But the portrayal of Jason is not good. <laughs> I I I don't think it's good. I don't want redneck Jason uh the way he kind of b- bumbles around and falls into stuff. I, I know he was probably directed to do it that way, but it just didn't click with me. So, Warrington, <clears throat> I I wish – I'll tell you right now, Friday the 13th Part 2 would have been a lot higher in our rankings that we did if it had a better Jason. Mm. Interesting. All right, so here – and first, I'm going to say this. Warrington Gillette, I would love to have you on the show, so don't take this the wrong way. Um, but I am – I have a problem – like just giving Friday Thirteenth Part Two to Warrington Gillette. I know he's credited for it, but Steve Dash, rest in peace, played him to meet more time more in that movie than Warrington Gillette did. I mean, he Steve Dash played him under the mask the whole time. Right, that's Gillette, fair. Gillette only played him like when he's unmasked towards the end, and so I have a hard time just giving it to Gillette. With that said, Gillette and Steve Dash, you're both number seven. Uh, on slash there. Um, I don't, I don't like this, Jason. He's not intimidating to me. And look, here I am talking about the movie because this was like Dustin said, a a script problem, uh, I would say too, but you know, he's clumsy. Um, you know, Amy Steele as Jenny gets all kind of credit in the world for kicking his ass. And she's a great final girl, but she kicks his ass because he's a gigantic pussy in this movie. He's scared to death of a chainsaw. I mean, Jason being scared of anything, except water and we'll get to that later like i just i'm not a fan of period like you know shit he falls off a box in the middle of the you know middle of of fighting her like with a pitchfork i think and it's just uh it's it's honestly like myers in one and where he's like very human and you know like laurie strode beats the hell out of myers in one a lot but and i'm just i'm just it's not that's not jason to me when i think of it so that's why that's why i have him last at seven two okay Okay. Okay. I'm gonna break the cycle here. Um, I'm gonna go with Richard Brooker as my number seven uh, because part three, when, when we did the review, I think we all kind of had our nitpicks and flaws with part three. Um, you know, he he's not the only actor, obviously, to only get a one 
one-time deal as Jason, but to me, he's the most forgettable, if you will. And so that's that's why I, I had to go with Richard Brooker at number three, even though, even though he was the one that got to debut the hockey mask, and I'll give him a lot of props for that. He was the one that, uh, you, you know, he's synonymous with the iconic Jason look, so I respect that and everything. But as far as portrayals in movies, uh, pr- pretty forgettable. All right, I'm going to piggyback right off of what Brian was saying. Number seven is Gillette slash Steve Dash. I only wrote down Gillette, but you're absolutely right about Steve Dash. Um, yeah, exactly like you said about Halloween. Uh, the first Friday was kind of, you know, just a ripoff of Halloween. And I feel like this Jason was kind of a ripoff of Michael Myers from the first one. I, I'm not a fan of, I hate the look. He looks small and goofy. Uh, the The kills are weak, which I know is not really his fault. He's just doing what he's told. And like you said, again, he's like when Jenny's underneath the bed and then he's standing on the chair and then the chair collapses. It's just goofy. I, I'm not a fan of the portrayal of by Warrington Gillette. And Steve okay. Dash. Yeah. Um, I still love you Friday the 13th part two, like a lot. Anyway, yeah, actually, that, that, I, the, I, look, the look just kills it for me. I don't I, overalls I, and a, yeah, I just it ain't doing it for me. I just watched you earlier today. Uh, I really love the movie, but not Warrington Gillette's. Portrayal. Okay. Number six, I'm a piggyback right off of what Dustin said. My number six is Richard Brooker. Um, again, very iconic because, you know, the hockey mask um, and very iconic for a lot of reasons. But uh, I, I just don't like Friday the 13th Part 2. And I really tried not to put the movies in it, but this is one I couldn't help because his portrayal kind of waters down this movie to me. To It makes him very, very forgettable as Jason. I know he has his place in lore because he debuted the hockey mask, like I said, but I'm just not a fan of the way he moves. It's very, very stiff, very, very plain. Uh, I'm not a fan of robot, um, which I think he kind of does here. So that's why I have Richard Burgund at number six. Yeah, and and I think Nico touched on this a little bit. I have a big separation in my mind, anyway, of the zombie Jason and the human Jason, aside from one. But uh, you know, this and and, you, and there is a, a pretty big gap there. Um, my number six is Richard Brooker as well. <clears throat> I'll try to not say the same stuff has been said, but you know, Mike said he's a little bit robotic, but to me, he almost has like a like a uh, a stroll, like a really slow like. I mean, he's got a nice set of broad shoulders, so that's good. But, okay, I don't know if you've ever seen the uh, cartoon portrayal, like Scooby-Doo portrayal of Jason Voorhees, where he's got those big, long arms that just kind of, like, look like he's just, you know, just dragging them on the ground. That, to me, is, like, how Richard Brooker comes across. And, you know, I mean, hey, he gives all the props in the world, yeah, for the hockey mask, but he's set how Ted White and how the rest of them kind of, you know, started, okay, I see your portrayal as Jason and I'm going to go this way or I'm going to take this from it. So he gets a lot of groundbreaking uh, props for it. But uh, of all the Jasons, like, yeah, he's number six for me. Rest in peace, Richard Brooker as well. Okay. Okay. So my number six, I might have to go with Ted White. And um, I don't really have anything bad to say about Ted White. I mean, part four is a fantastic movie and I thought his portrayal was great. But I think once we get into my top five, it'll make more sense. It's just kind of one of those. I had to put him somewhere. I really don't have anything bad to say about his portrayal. And I know that he's probably a lot higher on 
the rest of you guys' list, but uh, I had to go t- Ted White here. Number six for me, I'm, I'm going to piggyback off Mike and Brian again, is Richard Brooker, and I'll try and say some different things as well. I don't, the the like Brian says, he's, he's got the broad shoulders, which looks good, but I don't like the way like the hockey mask sits on his head. It just looks weird to me. I don't like seeing so much of the back of his head too and all that. I don't know. I just don't like seeing his head like that. And I don't like, and honestly, I don't like the fact that my Jason runs. I don't like the running Jason. I like mm-hmm. that slow, menacing. He doesn't chase you, but he always catches up, Jason. Uh, and then in one part that I don't really like, I'm sure it has nothing to do with him. It was a director and all that. But when he's fighting the final girl, when that girl Chris stabs him in the knee, you hear him groan and, and like make a noise. I don't like that part either. I'm just not a big fan. Of, I mean, he's not awful by any means, but he's just not my favorite portrayal of Jason. Yeah, so uh, my number five is – I'm a piggyback again off of Dustin here, just in a different space. My number five is Ted White. And look, I I kind of agree with you here, Dustin. I, I, it's not that I necessarily have anything bad to say about Ted White, um, but we've kind of mentioned on this show the difference between human Jason and zombie Jason. And to me, I also prefer that Stone Cold Killer who gives a fuck attitude of zombie Jason. Uh, and here, I don't think we get that. And it, it is a good portrayal, and I love Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. I think it's one of the best ones in the series, in, in the you know in the whole franchise. But at the same time, very again, very it's almost he's almost a little too much like Richard Brooker. There's not enough separation to me between the two. I do think that uh, White's a little more violent, uh, you know, better at portraying being a killer better at being violent so that's why he gets a spot above him but it's nothing to really solidify him as this legendary jason he he is someone who benefits from being in a a friday the 13th movie that shot well that's made well that's got a good script which again uh i know i probably shouldn't take it into account i'm i'm gonna be hypocritical here but i kind of had no choice when it came to those two because they were so close. I flopped these two earlier today, so that's why Ted White gets number five. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I'm in the same boat. Ted White's number five for five for me. Um, I, you know, he, he definitely amplified what Brooker did, um, kind of like Mike, Mike and Dustin said. But to me, he's almost like more Frankenstein. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> I mean, Friday the 13th Part 4 is, is to me one of the, obviously, I've said it, top three, Friday the 13th movies, um, you know, you could put it one, two, or three if you wanted to. I, I just, my problem is the human aspect of Jason in this. And it's just, you know, I don't, I mean, it's not, I'm, it's hard for me to say anything really bad about Ted White. But if you took like uh, somebody that portrayed a zombie Jason of him, like Kane Hodder, and put him in this movie, I would love this movie more just because that's the Jason I like more than this. And that's just a preference thing. It's not about how the character was portrayed. So, I mean, that may be a little confusing, but like I said, I don't, the thing, when I think of Friday 13th part four and Ted White's performance, I think of him getting the hatchet in his head by, uh, by Feldman. And then him just like sticking his arms out like Frankenstein. Like that's just, it's just like, I don't know. It's, (laughs) it's just, it's weird for me. And I just, I don't care for it. Okay, so coming in number five for me, this is where I'm gonna I'm gonna start giving some more explanations. Uh, this is where you know my number five is gonna be controversial to Nico. Uh, no offense, but this is where 
I actually was able to separate the actor from the film that he portrayed uh, Jason in because uh, Freddy vs. Jason, when we did that film, we had a lot of issues with it. We had a lot of nitpicks with it. But I'm going to go with Ken Kersinger at number five <clears throat> for his portrayal in Freddy vs. Jason because even though that movie had a lot of flaws, uh, it, it, you know, it was not a good movie. He had the demeanor, he had the look, he had the uh, the total package to be Jason, to be a very good Jason in a number of these other films, but he was cast in a dog shit movie, and it's unfair to him, really, that he only got to portray him the one time, uh, because, honestly, if, if we're doing it just based off of this Jason and this movie are married together, you have to rate, rate them accordingly, he'd probably be lower, Um but, you know, if we're ranking the Freddy movies, it's obvious that he would be very higher because the Freddy movies suck. But anyway, um, Jesus. <laughs> Ken Kersinger, for me, has to come in at number five. It's unfair to him. He could be a lot higher had he got the opportunity to be in, in a number of these other Friday the 13th films. But he was cast as uh, Jason in a film that had a lot of flaws and... Uh, that's no fault of his. So I had to, I had to bring him in at number five. All right, Mike and Brian, I guess we got the same list for now because number five for me is Ted White as well. Uh, I, I really don't have a lot of bad to say, honestly, but like y'all said, but like I mentioned, I like the zombie Jason better. Uh, I like the fact that his hands and his fingernails are kind of black and darker. I like that. Uh, I think his look is pretty decent, but I still don't like the human aspect of the, like the back of his head and like his traps and shoulders. I just, you can see that. I don't like that. Uh, but yeah, I think he it, like like y'all said that he's more aggressive. Uh, the kills are better, which isn't that which is director and you know producer and writer. But he's just brutal. He's more he's way more brutal than Richard Brooker. He's he's a little more serious and darker. Because like I've mentioned in the past in Friday Thirteenth Part Three, you know Richard Brooker Jason he just shoots the girl in the eye with a harpoon and just right. walks away all lax of days ago. It's like really like jason just doing this so i I'll, and like richard like and Rick, or ted white like when he crushes the guy's head in the shower he's real brutal with it um when he throws that girl out the window he just he looks like yeah fuck this girl and all that so he 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 looks real he's a he's dark and intense and i like that but still he's human jason so he's he's towards the bottom but he's not bad by any means uh yeah so my number four yeah, sorry, Nico. My number four is Ken Kurzinger, Uh for a lot of the reasons. Hey, that, y'all don't have to keep apologizing to me. This is our list. It's all good, baby. It's all good. Uh, my number four is Ken Kurzinger, Freddie versus Jason. Look, it, again, a little bit like Ted White. I don't necessarily have anything bad. I just think that for so long you get the hype around Freddie versus Jason. And look, I was not a fan of horror at that time, but you read a lot into it and you listen to a lot of, you know, different people talk about it. I think a lot of people really wanted to see Hotter versus Kruger because Hotter had been playing him for so long now. Um, You don't get that here. And I think the portrayal of Jason lacks a little because of it. It's not so much that it's bad. It's just, he's a little stiff. He's a little too uh, milk toast for me where he doesn't do anything bad, but he didn't do anything memorable 
to me at Jason. He benefits from being not terrible, like you know other portrayals have been. Like he he's not he's not bad. He's not good. He's he's right there at number four for a reason. I just he he's in a better. He's in a really fun, famous movie. I think that helps. I think starring along with Robert or yeah, with Robert England, I think that helps him out as well. So that's why I have uh Ken Kersinger at number four. I I really struggled with this, honestly, because three and four to me, I mean, I moved back and forth 15, 20 times, and I don't even I mean, I, I can't even tell you. I wrote down like pros and cons and everything, trying to pick one or the other. And I finally just, you know, was like, all right, fine, whatever. And I finally uh finally went with kind of the look, I guess, as the determining factor between the two which is kind of stupid because it's not even their fault like you said it's the wardrobe people that made them look better so anyway i went with cj graham at number four um i i really think that cj graham's got a uh you know he he like richard brooker set a different type of jason he, you know he was the first of the zombie jason he was he he was fuck he was great uh friend of the show by the way listen to an interview don't go out there dot com um but a uh, friend of the show, CJ Graham, I think did a great job. Um, you know, I liked Jason's super strength in this. Um, I, I, you know, I've, I've gone into detail about how some of the cartoon stuff in Friday 13 part six, I didn't like, but again, that's that, that, that'll go into my next pick too. Um, but that's obviously not no fault of his. I don't really have a lot of bad stuff to say about CJ Graham. I, I, I just, like I said, it was it was really tough for me to even you know put him at number four instead of three. So um, CJ Graham's my number four. All right. So one thing we're not going to do on my watch is disrespect the legends, disrespect the the trailblazers, the the pace setters. <laughs> so coming in at number four for me, fellas, I've got Warrington Gillette. Now hear me out. Hear uh-huh. me out. Hear me out. So you have any idea it is how hard it is to just take this part and portray it for the first time. Now, everyone that came after him, yeah, they could build off him for inspiration, be like, okay, this is what he did. Let me build on that. Take it to the next level. Let me build on what the last guy did. Take it to the next level. I don't like what he did. Let me do this differently. He was the first, Bubba. That's tough, especially when when you look at all the sequels that this franchise spawned. Obviously, he wasn't the first first because, like we mentioned, you know, the kid in part one, all due respect, he doesn't count. Uh, when you're the first to portray adult Jason, you have nothing to build it on. You have no point of reference. So all that being said and taken into consideration, I thought he portrayed it in a uh, very admirable way, a very memorable way. I get it. You don't want Jason to wear overalls, but I mean, he lives in the fucking woods in New Jersey. What do you want the man to do? So, uh <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, 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 it was Jim Tan laundry day and, and his, uh, his, his jumpsuit was in the laundry. So he had to wear the, the, the flannel shirt with the overalls, cut him some slack, but, um, GTL baby, <laughs> it was not t-shirt time, but, uh, my God, we just went on, we just quoted Jersey shore way too much. Jersey shore uh, sucks ass. <laughs> Ron, stop. So anyway, Warrington Gillette. Is a legend. He will always be a legend. And y'all got to put some respect on his name. (laughs) Sorry, Dustin. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Like Brian just said, three and four. I flip flop back and forth several times. 
it really came down to one versus one, which movie or which look and portrayal I like the best. But coming at number four for me is Derek Mears. Uh, night, one of the nicest dudes I've ever met, whether he be a celebrity or just a regular guy on the street, took a picture for free with me at the uh, Days of the Dead convention. Super nice guy. Friend of the show, friend of the show, even though he's not been on, still friend of the show. Oh, yeah, he, he's definitely our friend, Brian. He was awesome. Uh, <laughs> I'm really struggling to find, you know, honestly, the good thing about this franchise is we get a lot of good portrayals, so that's a good thing because Derek Mears wasn't bad by any means. It's just, like I said, I don't like the human look, like too much trap is exposed, and the neck, the head, and all that. But the hockey mask looks good on his face. I do like that. He's super brutal. Uh, but I'm just not a big fan of like the Jason that runs at you. And I, and we're going to get into this when we review the movie, but I do like the fact that he's brutal, but the whole tying a girl up in a sleeping bag and all that, I'm just not a big fan of the, the booby trap calculated Jason. I just like a brutal or like a, a cold blooded killer, not a, I'm going to torture you in a bag and all that. But Derek Mears was awesome. No, nothing bad to say about him is we're just picking our favorite portrayal. So, He's number four, but there's not a huge gap between one, two, three, and four, honestly. All right. So I'm glad I get to go first in this rotation because <clears throat> I'm the first one to mention this name. Here we go. My number three is Kane Hodder. Um, again, nothing bad to say. Obviously, I think he's a top three Jason, but I don't think he's the only guy who can portray Jason Voorhees. And I get sick of horror fans everywhere that have that mindset where he's the only person in the entire world that they want to see behind the hockey mask. I don't think that's right. I don't think that's fair. And quite frankly, I don't think it's accurate because I don't think he's the best Jason. Now, he became a much, much better Jason after part seven. Uh, As much as I hate Jason Takes Manhattan, he is the strong point of that film. Uh, I think he's good in Jason Goes to Hell, and I think he's good in Jason X. Um, so he is a really good Jason Voorhees. I love how violent and brutal he is, how big and and how hulking he is over everyone else on the screen. So he he's definitely intimidating and scary. And when we talk about you know that kind of physicality, when we when we spend a lot of time talking about Halloween franchise, the reason that we call Rob Zombie's Jason Michael is because of a portrayal like Kane Hodder. That's the reason. So he definitely has his place cemented in horror, but I just don't think he's the only one. And I wanted to put that in this episode, not to say anything negative about Kane friend of the show. Kane Hodder did an interview with us. He was gracious with his time, but I just feel like he's not the only one, but he is still Jason. When I think of Jason, I do think of that look, but he doesn't hold my favorite overall portrayal of, of Ori's. That's why he's number three. All right. Yeah. Number three for me is uh, Ken Kersinger, um, friend of the show. I, like I said, I, I had really uh, a lot of problems. I could have easily put CJ Graham here. <clears throat> to me, they're both, they both play a lot of the same Jason. I, I, I liked Ken Kersinger's size a little bit, but I hated how wardrobe was so baggy. It just, it, it, it kind of, it didn't, you didn't, you didn't see it as much to me. Um, I, 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 I like his super strength, but I also don't like the cartoonish super strength. You know, I said it in the review where he throws the dude a, a hundred yards. Um, you know, uh, CJ Graham's kind of did the, the same thing, you know, with, with a few things. And 
Um, I, I, I liked his portrayal. Um, I tried to get away so much from the look because in this movie, because I, I do, I like the mask. I don't like it. You know, some stuff aspects of it. Um, like I said, you, it's a, it was a toss up. I, I like them both, both friends of the show. King Kersinger, number three. All right, so my number three, I went with Derek Mears, uh, and it's because reboots are tough, and you're expected to just kind of wipe the slate clean, start anew, and when you do it six years after the last film, you know it's still pretty fresh. That's not it's not like we we sat on this franchise for twenty years and they're like, hey, go do this. So, uh, you know, Ken Kersinger was still relatively fresh in the in the audience's mind as to what jason Voorhees looks like and how he moves and how he carries himself and Derek mears comes in in the 09 remake and just knocks it out of the park now again this might be because i think that's a fantastic movie and, and i love that film but uh the film would have sucked had jason not played the part right well and not fit the part so uh Derek mears to me did a top three job as portraying Jason. All right, Mike, uh, I'm right there with you. I put Kane Hodder at number three, but he only went above Derek Mears simply because of part seven for me. I think his look is way better in part seven than 09 reboot. I love how strong and I love his look under the mask as well. Uh, Kane Hodder looks great in part seven and with the mask and without it. Uh, Jason takes Manhattan. I don't hate his portrayal, but it's just okay to me as a zombie. Jason part not Jason goes to hell. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of his portrayal in that cause he's not even in it hardly. And I don't like the look. No offense, Brian, cause I know you love it. And Jason X is just, man, you know, I don't, is he even a zombie? Cause he looks more human in Jason X too. So I don't even know, but part seven was, is what put him at number three for me. I think he's, I wish he would have kept that whole, that, that look the whole time because it, it probably would have moved him up. Uh, but I'm right there with you, Mike. I don't think Kane Hodder is necessarily the best Jason. I know that he loves the character of Jason the best, so I will give him credit for that. He loves to play Jason. He wants to play Jason again. And, and, and in hindsight, he did kind of get shafted out of Freddy versus Jason, but I'm kind of glad that another actor got that role, to be honest, because he's a little higher on my list. But I have nothing bad to say about Kane Hodder. He's a friend of the show. He was great in Part 7. That's he, And like Brian said, his portrayal in Part 7 is really what had it so high on my list because I think he did great. But, yeah, Kane Hodder is number three for me. Okay, yep. Uh, my number two is C.J. Graham, and this is the one portrayal that I, I included the movie as weighing a little bit heavier than the other ones i i love i love part six so much that and i honestly think he's a really good jason in this he look i'm a fan of that kind of little a little campy little over the top not too over the top but a little campy there's some meta in this movie so again i know we're not reviewing the movie but his portrayal to me makes the movie he's his the, the way that he moves the way that he is violent i, I think it's kind of like that first really violent Jason Voorhees that we get. And I love that. Um, I, and I, I like his look in this movie. I don't know if that's unpopular or not, but I like his look in this movie. Um, I love the, 
I already said I love the way he moved, but I really do like the way that CJ Graham walks as Jason. That sounds like such a little thing, but in the grand scheme of things, it feels like he's walking a lot in this movie for some reason because he's walking through the trees and stuff like that. And I think it's, I think it's really good. And I would rather see a CJ Graham before he's more than I would a Kane Hodder one. And again, it's not a knock; it's just a preference at this point. But uh, that's why I have CJ Graham number two. Yeah, my number two is Kane Hodder. Um, and I don't think that, I, like Mike was talking about, I don't think he's the only one that can portray Jason. I just, whenever I think of Jason Voorhees, I think of Kane Hodder's portrayal. And and like Nico said, his look, I love his look in seven. I really love his look in nine just because it's just almost, and it was, if you go behind the scenes, I think Adam Marcus even talked about it a little bit. It's like they took the, the, the what they thought was a natural progression from seven uh, and tried to make him look, you know, a little bit better um, or, you know, or like he was just more gross and grotesque. But, um, I, I, you know, he's got the signature, the breathing, the shoulders going up and down. That's whenever I think of Jason, that's that's what I think of. I think of, you know, obviously, like you said, he loves the the character so much. They they asked him to do all the motion capture for the Friday the 13th video game, which, by the way, the. The uh, video game, just a little shout out. If you haven't played it, go play it because it's awesome. And they just did their last update out for it. So it's probably going to die soon uh, on the online market. So if you go, go check out the Friday 13 video game, you won't be. I, I bought a PlayStation 4 a few years ago strictly for that game because I wanted to play and love that game so much. Great but game. He, awesome. But Kane Hodder does, uh, does, does all the motion capture for that. You know, all the Jasons. And, like, you know, it's just... It's perfect to me, no matter which Jason he's even playing in that game, because it's just fitting. Because like I said, whenever I think of Jason, his movements, everything, that's what's branded in my head is Kane Hodder's version of Jason. Okay, so my number two, uh, I went with CJ Graham. And the thing is, if you go back and listen to our ranking episode or the, the you know, the first uh, interview that you guys allowed me to be a part of was the um cj graham interview and it's because that's that's my favorite friday the 13th movie but i have to bump him down a bunch a uh, bump or a notch because he only got to portray uh you know jason the one time in part six now it's a great film cj graham did a great job but uh yeah i he only got to do it the one time, and I could, I had to, I had to hold my number one pick. I had to weigh that one uh, a little bit heavier because of how many times he got to do it. Spoiler alert! So, uh, other than that, though, CJ Graham did a great job in part six, even though that one had a little bit too much comedy and blah blah blah. And he had the utility belt, which I loved, and he smashed someone's face into a tree and made smiley a face. yeah, the smiley face. He he did the Wilson. Uh, Wilson from Castaway volleyball face on the tree. I don't care. He did a great job. CJ Graham number two. <laughs> yep, number two is CJ Graham for me as well. And part of it might be straight up nostalgia from seeing that movie is the first horror movie I ever saw as a little kid. Uh, I love the maggot head look, honestly. But I, I love his look, honestly. I love the the gloves and the the utility belt, and he's big and hulking. I love. I, I love his port like his his movements are really good. Like the 
the way he just moves both of his hands to grab the the cop's head to squish it or the way he throws that dagger into the other cop's head. I just love the way he – I love his movements. I think he's really, really good, Jason. And, you know, he's a friend of the show. He took the time to uh, chat with us about his career. That was awesome. He was one of our first interviews, so that was really cool. And happy Veterans Day to you, C.J. Graham. You served this country. We really appreciate it. I, I, I just love C.J. Graham's portrayal, honestly. I think he was great as Jason. And I wish – and honestly – if he would have been Jason in part seven, Kane Hodder might be even further down this list, honestly. Yes. No no offense to him, but seven really saved Kane Hodder on my list because if CJ Graham would have been six and seven, he might be number one, honestly. CJ Graham was awesome. I, I loved his portrayal. All right, here we go, fellas. My number one, uh, pretty obvious at this point. My number one is Derek Mears, Friday the 13th, 2009 reboot. Um, I'm I just want to come out and say one more time, I'm sad as hell. We only got one Friday movie with Mears as Jason. It pisses me off. If we ever fucking get out of court in legal battles and we get another one, I really hope that's who they go to because I'm such a huge fan of his portrayal. He's brutal, physical. I think he nails the walk. He na- or They nail the look for him in this movie, the multiple looks. And this is where I get my... This is where a lot of my love for Sackhead Jason comes from because I do think had they done a little bit more of this in, o- in, in part two, obviously you can't but because, you know, not as modern. But I just love that look and I love I love just how brutal and mean that Jason is. It, there's no ha-ha and I like ha-ha. That's why, you know, that's why I have a little bit of C.J. Graham number two. But just how dark and brooding and scary that Mears is. And like you guys said, one of the nicest guys that, that you've ever met, I didn't get to meet him because I had to take a shit. I'm just going to be honest. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, hey, I don't care. People use the bathroom, Brian. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I was there and I didn't know that's why you didn't meet him. <laughs> I'll be right back, fellas. And by the time I got back, I've already met him. Uh, but no, that's okay. Uh, that's okay. You, you, you guys had stuff for him to sign and, or, you know, have a picture with, and I'm glad he got to do that. Um, no, I love his portrayal. If we ever get a chance to do it, I'm going to stand in line as long as it takes to meet him and tell him he's my favorite Jason Voorhees because he most certainly is. I think that has a lot to, to do with the movie and how much I enjoy it, but I think even if I hated Friday 09, I do think Mears would be the one strong point, and I don't really see how anyone could hate his portrayal, uh, whether they love Gain Hotter or not, and that's you know near and dear. I don't think anyone came away from Friday 09 thinking, oh, Jason was the problem with this film. Yeah, um, I agree. Derek Mears is my number one as well. Um, and yes, it is my favorite Friday the 13th movie, but I, and I'm very contradicting because I just split this list into human and zombie Jason and just said that zombie Jason was my favorite Jason. But, you know, and I know that Derek Mears is playing a human version of Jason, but he played it like the zombie Jason had been played, except he had so much more aggression and just like you said he's just pissed off and he's like he's a hunter he's like fucking rambo and 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 i don't know i just i loved it so much i loved his i did not know i needed this version of jason until i saw Derek mears played it and that's and that's just complete you know uh, just props to them whether it's the actor Derek mears who's like you said is an awesome dude 
or, you know, the writing or both or whatever. And, you know, I was trying to separate the movie from the actor, but like you said, I know a lot of it was because of the writers. This, that's, that was why he was portrayed this way, but I loved everything about his portrayal in 09. Okay. So my number one, I had to go with Kane Hodder. I mean, listen, he, he played him more than anyone. He played him four times. Uh, and not, they were not all good movies. Trust me. They were not all good movies. Right. I, I do Argu- not. Arguably the worst movies, arguably, arguably the worst movies, yeah. but he's still really good though. Like I feel like, he, I'm, I feel like I shot on him. Sorry, Dustin. No, no, no. You're good. You're, you're right. He is. He was really good in, in these bad movies. Kind of the same thing I said with Ken Kersinger. I mean, he got cast in a bad movie um, by, you know, our standards, bad movie, uh, still an iconic movie. But, you know, Kane Hodder, they sent his ass to space. Uh, Kane Hodder, they sent his ass to hell. Kane Hodder, they sent his ass to Manhattan on a boat. And Kane Hodder, they sent him to fight uh, Great Value Carry. But listen... He got to do it four times. They wanted him back more than anyone else. I think that speaks volumes to the way he played it, the way he portrayed it, the way the vision that they had. Who could do this? Oh, well, Kane obviously can, so let's call him back. I think it also speaks volumes to him as a, as a person, as a man. I mean, if he was a, a dick or if he was an asshole, I don't think that they would have had him back four times. Uh, he was obviously a pleasure to work with on, on set, and I think that goes a long way. That's not what we're here to rank, but it obviously speaks volumes to, to Kane Hodder, the person. So when you think of uh, when you think of Jason, at least me, I think of Kane Hodder. And also, I'm personally terrified because he said if we review his movie uh, less than favorably, he's going to kill us. So I had to rank him number one. Well, he he's mad about Jason Takes Manhattan. I can tell you that, buddy. <laughs> That's true. Hopefully he didn't listen to that one. All right, coming at number one for me, I I think everyone knows who it is because I've teased this already. Uh, Ken Kersinger from Freddy vs. Jason. Uh, me and Brian are completely opposite on this. I love his look in this movie. I love how big Jason is. Uh, the scratch. And Brian, my guy, has hooked me up with the, what do you call him, a mask designer or whatever. Trying, I'm trying to get a scratched up Freddy Jason mask or whatever. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I just love, I love Ken Kersinger's portrayal of Jason. I I go immediately to the very first scene where he's where the girl finally sees him walking through the steam and he's real slow and hulking. He's got that big machete in his hand. I absolutely love it. And uh, like I like I mentioned when we did our Halloween uh, kills teaser trailer reaction the other day, I think him and James U. Courtney, which I he's my favorite Michael portrayal. I think they're very similar to how how like calculated and and slow but deliberate they are with their movements. I, I, lo- I love Ken Kersinger's portrayal, and he's honestly one of the nicest guys we've ever had the pleasure of working with on this show. Super nice. Uh, so, yeah, Ken, if you ever hear this and you ever want to go fishing, holler at me. So, yeah, like I said, I just – and maybe nostalgia even plays a little role in, you know, me having Ken Kersinger as number one. But I, I just love how big and, you know, I just think of how he kills Trey. I, I just love – I love – I love Ken Kersinger's portrayal. Uh, but yeah, this was a really fun idea, Mike. I'm glad we did this tonight. Y'all got any uh, final thoughts on our Jason actor portrayals before we get out uh, of here? Uh, yeah, I want to say that, you know, how you have the nostalgia for how, well, we, 
actually each of you have that nostalgia for the franchise. I don't necessarily have that, but Friday the 13th, 09 was the first one I ever saw in theaters because again, I joined this party a little bit later than you guys. So maybe that's why I, another reason why I'm so attached because it was, was my first Friday the 13th movie that I saw in theaters. Um, so that's kind of cool too. Um, yeah, I think we each have a little bit of a testament. I'm not going to lie, though. I was completely hypocritical. I definitely took the movies into account more than I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just want to say happy Friday the 13th to everybody, and thanks for tuning in. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, the the movies did play a little bit of a role, but like, I like Ted White's movie more than any of Kane Hodder's, honestly, but Kane was still above him. Oh, that's fair. Uh, yeah, that's fair. It's just, I mean, it is, it is what it is. I mean, you have to factor a little bit of everything into it. But this was really fun. I'm, I'm glad we did this. We might have to take on the daunting task of ranking all the Michael Myers actors next. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, you guys have shit on me enough. <laughs> oh, come on, man. I James rank the Freddy, Nick Castle. <laughs> rank the Freddies, yeah. Hey, hey. Tune in number two and dead last. Um, <laughs> Robert England. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, wow. Brady's uh, dead. Robert England coming in at number three. Uh, coming in at number two, Jackie Earl Haley. Number one is Freddie and the rest of them. All right. Y'all have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's exactly Anybody got any was. final thoughts on uh, Friday the 13th before you get out of here? Now you're playing with power. Oh, sorry. Wrong movie. Oh, uh-huh. Oh, that's one way to get out of here. Yep, all, right, all right, we'll see you guys. Hey, don't forget to go to don'tgooutthere.com. Oh, yeah, check out all of our reviews and rankings and interviews. We've got so many Friday the 13th, you know, Jason actors and supporting cast actors and actresses who've been on the show. It's awesome. I'll uh, be dropping that on Friday as well. well. We'll have a nice little collection of everything going on. Awesome. So, yeah, we just want to thank all our fans and listeners. Uh, this is just a fun little bonus episode. Uh, we really appreciate all of your support. Y'all have a good one. Happy Friday the 13th. Just want to remind everybody. Don't go out there. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.